For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. gentlemen boys and girls from all over the world we're back wednesday september 1st 6 p.m eastern standard time we're gonna talk about some music don't worry i'm not alone he's here he's here mike hello everybody what's up man how you doing oh just vibing i'm having a fantastic wednesday yeah i can tell you are because you know when we're getting this set up and stuff, I, I can see you in this like little tiny window in the bottom of my screen mm-hmm. and you're just like rocking out, like dancing. Dude, like, I've got my hype up song that I listen before every episode we record. Oh, I like that. I, yeah. I What's the song? Is it always different? It's always the same song. It is uh, Sakura by Within Destruction featuring Jason Richardson. Ah. Off their latest album, it's an instrumental track and it's an absolute... Banger. There you go. Joey Hockey says, oh yeah, bud. Oh yeah, bud. There you go. Oh, we got a good group here on Twitch. Uh, welcome. Welcome everybody on the podcast side of things. Eventually, I'm going to get you all here live Wednesdays at six o'clock Eastern Standard Time because we have it's a, a party. You got to come join we us. We have a party every single week. Um, speaking of parties, last week we had a big, big party. Yeah, we did. Ten uh, top ten releases, a whole bunch of other shit. Um, I'll be honest, I couldn't get to it all. Uh, okay, <laughs> but uh, I'd love to hear what you got to and and what you enjoyed from uh, last week. I mean, I think first up, we should talk about the most mysterious release from last week. Uh, this new Halsey album. We didn't know anything going in. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of it? Did you get a chance to check I, it out? I, no, I actually didn't. I, I uh, it's accompanied by a movie, right? Like yeah. this is the whole thing, and I felt like I needed to do it. It's appropriate justice. Like, you know, it's like you, you mm-hmm. can't, you can't listen to Pink Floyd without watching Wizard of Oz. You know what I mean? It's, uh, I mean, <laughs> I listen to Pink Floyd and I watch Paul Blart Mall Cop too. Okay. So to each their own. Exactly. Uh, but no, I, I know there was a lot of mystery. Um, and I even didn't even really get a chance to read about it. So mm-hmm. if someone else would like to take my job as co-host of this podcast, maybe they would do better than me. But, um, but no, uh, talk about, talk about this release and what you thought of it. So I listened to this album two or three times. I thought that it was really fun. 
Uh, there were some kind of your typical pop songs, right? And then there were some more kind of like almost alternative, a little bit punk, a little grungy songs on there. Um, I think only a couple of songs really stood out to me, songs that I'm like, oh yeah, I want to add this to my playlist. But overall, I think it's a pretty fun release. I do really want to go see the film. I don't know when I'm going to get time, right? Yeah. And just kind of put some context to everything. But I think overall, it's a really solid release. Uh, definitely a bold statement, releasing an album without any singles. But I think Halsey's kind of got the power to do whatever she wants with it. So I think she did pretty well. Yeah, I, I dig it. I, I think she's great. And um, I think everything she does is really good. So I look forward to diving into that one too. But I, I would like to see it kind of with the film. I just feel like that's mm-hmm. how it was written and how it should be uh, consumed. But uh, I would like to talk about something you were so excited about coming back. Yep. The new single from the Somerset, uh, straight out of straight out of Arizona. Yeah. Man, like they're back. This song is, is incredible. It's like they never left. It's like they found the magic again. I don't know what happened. It is pure Somerset, pure good vibes. It's got that tint of like nostalgia for like 80s films and things like that. And man, I just love these guys. I don't think they can miss. It's physically impossible. No, I, I, I absolutely jamming that song like on repeat uh, mm-hmm. all since last week. Um, Really, really good. And the other thing that I can't stop listening to is the new album from Turnstile. Um, yeah, I figured that was you. I, I, I knew, well, some of the singles were like weird mm-hmm. and I welcomed it for the most part. But once you got the full album together and you heard just the context of where they are sitting on the album and how it kind of flows in with some of the other, you know, non-singles that are like maybe a little bit more punk, I just have been loving this record. And I think this is like similar to when refused put out the shape of punk to come, uh, you know, back in the nineties and everybody kind of took notice. I think, I know it's a bold statement, but I think turnstile is, is doing that right now and, and almost creating a new style of, of music with this release. I, I, and I can't get, I can't get enough of it. I am loving this album. Mm -hmm. And, I'd be incredibly inclined to agree. I think there's some absolutely stellar tracks in this record, but I think as a whole, it just works so much better. Um, It's an experience listening to it. And you're kind of like, when I was listening to it, I'm just thinking like, man, I want to see these songs live so badly because there's just an energy to it. That's undeniable. You can like, it just works, right? Like I'd want to see this album all the way through live. Yeah, absolutely. And the um, the record we have to talk about because Michael Michael Howell chose it as our number one album, and the then, new album from With Confidence, uh, the Boys from Down Under. Uh, talk to me about this one because um, mm-hmm. this this was your number one in a big week. Yep. So I really want to know if this record didn't disappoint or did. Yeah, so uh, this one was number one kind of based off the singles, based off of how much we knew about it. And I think it was a deserved number one. I think it's a really, really solid album um, from pop-punk staple band with confidence. Um, I didn't pull a lot of singles from it, uh, or a lot of songs besides the singles from it. There were a couple really cool ones, like uh, I think the song's called Atlanta that I really liked. Right. And I honestly need to dive more into this album but there are other albums that kind of stole the spotlight yeah, from it. Yeah, me. I would agree with all that. I, I think, you know, comparing it to like an album we had, uh, whatever it was, a couple weeks ago, or was it last week, mm-hmm. Between the Baron and Me with Colors 2. I mean, these are our number one albums of the week. And they could not be more different. You yeah. know, Between the Baron and Me, there's so much to consume. Such a long album. This was Confidence mm-hmm. Record, like it was over. And I was like, that's it? Like it, it just, it went by so fast. Like this record must clock yeah. in under a half an hour. Um, it's 30 minutes and seven seconds. Yeah. Okay. So I'm wrong, <laughs> but, but I, I was, I wanted more. I wanted more from this yeah. record. I wanted, um, I, I thought that it was cool that they, um, used some sort of different sounds that maybe they hadn't used before and, and mm-hmm. put themselves a little bit more out there. But I did feel like maybe if there was two more tracks on this record or something like that, maybe yeah. something a little longer with a little more, um, uh, experimentation. I think I would have really welcomed it for this album. 
Um, it's also kind of a slow record. Like it's, it's, uh, yeah, it really is. It, it's a bit slower than, than I was expecting. I was hoping for a little more, um, I mean, I don't expect the aggression, but I was expecting mm-hmm. maybe, maybe something a little more, uh, angry and, and I mean, I but think- that being said, it's a great, great power pop album. And if you like that style of music, mm-hmm. you're going to love that album. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. And I think that coming back later in the year, this record's going to hit a little differently. These songs didn't pop off to me as like, yeah, this is some summertime pop punk. This is what I'm going to enjoy like the end of the summer with. I think this is like end of fall, beginning of winter pop punk, (laughs) where it's a bit slower, it's a bit more sad, and I think it's just going to feel a little bit better then. Absolutely. But you mentioned experimentation, and I want to talk about a band that I think experimented quite a bit and stepped really out of their comfort zone with this release. I want to talk about this new Grayscale record. Yeah. Did you get a chance to check it out? I did. It is incredible. I mean, I think it definitely, I mean, took, took, I don't want to say like, it made with confidence look bad because that's not the case. I, I, I think it did a but, little bit. But, you know, I mean, this record is really next level mm-hmm. uh, from a band that I sort of, I've been calling it for years that they yeah. were, they're going to get to the, the top of the pop punk or, or, you know, rock, the, the rock side of pop punk mountain. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe their faces will eventually be on the, uh, <laughs> Mount Rushmore of pop punk. I think it's possible. And this record is, it is something else. It's banging. Every song is just great. Like, um, I think it's the first time I heard Carolina skies, I messaged like five of my pop punk friends and I'm like, bro, this song is just incredible. Yeah. And, and that's buried I down mean, in the track listing like that, you know, that's, yeah. and it just comes out of nowhere and it's like, Oh yeah, dude. And oddly, like, I think it's the same amount of tracks as the with confidence album. But it's like 36 minutes. Okay, it's one more track, but 36 and a half minutes. Right. And like, it just feels much longer and meatier just with that little bit extra, too. But I love what they did with this record. Um, a lot of bands have been bringing in the saxophone for like one song, just kind of a little fill. They saturated this record with sax <laughs> yeah. and 80s synth. And I just, it's the same thing as the Somerset, right? Is that very kind of like, recognizable sound that if I didn't know who Grayscale was and I heard these songs and they were like supposed to be set in a movie in the 80s I'm like oh this is probably a one hit wonder band I've never heard of but like it's incredible it's very well put together lyrically it's brilliant I think this record should have been number one and I fudged up guys so sorry (laughs) Uh, maybe but the other record that was way down in the nine hole was the new record from Churches which somebody uh, also brought up Mm -hmm. um, in the chat just now and I loved it it's a great record too Uh, and and one that I I don't think I got through the whole thing to be honest Uh, it's it's a longer record you know this is like we got a lot of five minute songs on this thing so I think I got to probably track seven or eight got to where I was going I didn't get through the whole thing but I mean I know from the strength of the singles uh, and from the strength of the uh, some of the other album tracks on side A this is also a banging record and uh, I think Churches is one of the best doing it in in the pop the the Mm -hmm. indie pop whatever you want to call it in that genre I think I think uh, Churches is the best wholeheartedly agree and I mean um, just to completely change gears on us um, and talk about some of the metal releases that came out last week mm-hmm. um, I absolutely love the new Leprous record I think it was kind of overshadowed by the fact that I haven't gotten a really good pop punk record since the Waterparks record and I've had a couple good progressive metal records right. like in between there right. so I, it's a really good album and I absolutely love it be sure to check that out um, and then the new Phineas record I think Phineas is the like modern torchbearer of that like 2005 metalcore sound and they did it absolutely brilliantly there you go this record is lock solid it's so good i am into it mike well and then we better you know there's one more album i got oh okay about. no go ahead oh i do yes yes i'll put it your hands up 303 we gotta talk baby. about the new album from 303 did you get a chance I to did, check this out? I did not. I Dude. I didn't feel like I like dancing enough this week. I, 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 maybe I'll feel it like is, dancing this this week, and I'll uh, I'll I'll check it out. But last week, no, no, not enough dancing in my soul. Right. This record, 
how do I describe it? It's illegal how good this record for how much of kind of like a meme joke band 303 is. Like, in retrospect, I think I would have put this as my number two. Just because it's the wordplay is phenomenal. It it just has that feel of their first album with also like incorporating references to their previous album, other albums and uh, sounds pulled from there. And it's just kind of like a cumulative work. And I absolutely love it. Like they took a song called Skid Marks and (laughs) like Skid Marks is in the lyrics. Like they actually talk about it and they're like, Hey, this bad thing that's going on in your life right now, it may seem horrible, but you know, skid marks, they wash out. (laughs) That's literally the chorus. What an analogy. Uh (laughs) And it's amazing. Like, I don't know what it is. I just, I love this record. I think it's great. I think a bunch of people are still probably sleeping on 303, looking at these listener numbers. Like some of the tracks only have like 35,000 listens, like get on this. 303 is still amazing and writing great material. Right. And yes, they, the, the song Taco Tuesday only has 22,000, uh, and it's, plays. One of the best on and, and it's, I mean, who doesn't love Taco Tuesday? Get on, get in on <sighs> that. And, uh, I much respect the 303. I think they're an awesome band and they paved the way for fucking a lot, a lot yeah. of music. Um, some of it bad, but I don't blame 303 for that. So sometimes it just be like that. Okay, Mike, it's time. Let's get into this week. We got some things to talk about. We have a top five. We do. Just a, just a top five. five. Just five. Five this week. Just five. Yep. Let's start with number five. So number five, we've got a band that I think is really kind of niche right now, but really awesome. Uh, this is a band called the Night Flight Orchestra. They're from Sweden. They're releasing their new album, Aeromantic 2. It's a follow-up to their release last year. Uh, these guys are super cool. I know that I have kind of talked down on some of the modern bands trying to recreate that vintage 70s, 80s rock and roll sound. Uh, this is a band that I won't do that for because they are doing that in a really cool way that I think they're not leaning into like making it a gimmicky thing or kind of falling into tropes. They've really taken a modern songwriting approach and just kind of applied... Uh, those sounds that you are kind of like really familiar with classic rock, like the organ and yeah. adding some strings in there. I think these guys are incredible and I'm really excited for this record. Yeah, they do. Uh, they're doing something that I don't, I can't think of another band doing it quite this way. They, mm-hmm. they have, it's it, basically they're a classic rock band. Yeah. <laughs> in 2021, they're a classic rock band. They started in like 2012 too. So there's not like a band that's been doing it forever. They like modern. Yes. And they sound like, for example, the first single um, um, from this, this new record, I can't remember uh, this, the uh, name of the song. Chardonnay Nights. Uh, yeah, that's for it. me. It's the title track. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it sounds like the beginning of Eye of the Tiger. Like yeah. it has that feeling to it. Mm-hmm. Like you've heard so many times, like in on a classic rock station. Um, what is was I have the tag? Was that Europe that does? No, Europe does. Um, no, Survivor. Survivor. Europe does does Final Countdown, but it's this very similar style to that that mm-hmm. era of of classic rock or They're uh, even, going even more the Journey or something. Like yeah, it even has elements it, of who that. I described it too. Um, you know, of of not not classic rock like like. Led Zeppelin, maybe, or early Aerosmith, no, or something. Which, like, more later on, are doing more of that. yeah, yep. late seventies like, kind of stuff. On the verge of hair metal, right? Like Pre- glam, definitely rock pre-hair metal. But yes, yep. And it is unique, and it is very mm-hmm. well done. And uh, uh, I, I kudos to them for for pulling this off because it's it's something that I don't think it's easy to do. If, if you've been like, man, I love the instrumentals that Steel Panther put together, but I just can't get it with the jokey content. This band is <laughs> right up your alley. Yeah, and, I guess so. Like, they've got some, like, it's weird too, because they're not just doing like power chords and stuff. Like they've actually got like some cool little riffs and licks under some of the verses and choruses and stuff like that as well, which is just super fun. You don't get that with a lot of the older rock bands. It's kind of a very, it's a more, what's the word I want to say? developed sound i guess everything's doing something no totally there's it, it, i mean if you like toto if you like boston if you yeah. like sticks 
they've got that kind of vibe uh, for you as yep. well. So great pick uh, number five with something very different and something people should definitely check out. The Night Flight Orchestra. Ready to get to number four? I am. All right. Number four is kind of a big one. I know a lot of people love this band. Uh, and I'm really happy that they're putting out some new material because I think that they're kind of having a resurgence and making some great new music. But coming out of Florida, we've got the new EP, Forever and Ever, X Infinity and Beyond, by Newfound Glory. This is a EP full of uh, B-sides from their last release, as well as, I think, like one or two other songs that they recorded afterwards during the pandemic and everything like that. I love Newfound Glory. I think their last record was some of their best work, and I think that they're really coming up again and making some solid... Um, what do we even call them? Like pop rock, pop punk. Yeah, pop like, punk. I mean, they're they're pop a pop punk, punk yeah. band. I think I think that that without Newfound Glory, uh, you know, taking what someone like Green Day did and and kind of modernizing it, mm-hmm. I think I think that the scene wouldn't be the same way. Uh, I think yeah. that they're that important in, in in establishing what we consider to be modern pop punk, mm-hmm. and. Um, I, I like that that they still keep it real. Like uh, one of their singles has like a really like kind of just raw guitar opening riff. The guitar isn't even in perfect tune. And then they just yeah. blaze in with like a double time punk beat. And I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck yeah. Like this is, this is the newfound glory that I like from, you know, nothing gold can stay or, um, or the self-titled album. Like that's my shit. Yeah. And I think that the band um, has sort of, I don't know, in some ways maybe struggled to find where their identity is because they had so much success in the mainstream, but mm-hmm. I felt like they were never comfortable really like trying there. to be that band. Yeah. And so I feel like they were always kind of pushing, pushing and pulling with themselves as to where they're going to fit. And I agree with you saying they have a resurgence because I think now they're just super comfortable, like playing mm-hmm. the music they want to play the fans love it and they're just going to, they're just going to do that. And, um, I, I look forward to every release that they've put out, especially in the last, uh, let's say the last five or six years, I think, um, their music has, has gotten a lot, a lot better than that kind of the yeah. middle middle of their career when yeah. it was just, and I think they were having an identity crisis. I a hundred percent agree. And, uh, the only thing else that I really want to talk about with this little EP, um, is I want to say that it is absolutely criminal that these songs were B sides. Um, these songs 100% should have been on this album because I think oh, wow. Backseat and The Last Red Eye are better than at least like two thirds of that record. And I really like that record. Yeah, that happens sometimes, so, right? With with uh, this stuff. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's strange, I guess. You know, I don't know if things get reworked or if... Um, yeah. Or if that's like, totally possible. Like they took a song idea and then like actually like flushed it out a bit. Yeah. And they're like, oh well, it was written during the same time, so it's a B side. Yeah. Or sometimes what happens with bands too is that you'll have two songs that are both good, but they're like mm-hmm. this. They fill a similar space. Yeah. Whether it's like they're kind of the same tempo, or maybe they're even in, just in the same key, or the and they subject just matter the worst the same. one to put on the album. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they, they pick one and then they're like, well, that other song's really good. It's like, what well, is kind of like that other song? It's like, well, they both could be on the album and some bands yeah. overthink that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. but uh newfound glory. It's, I feel like we haven't talked about them too much on the show. Um, I love the band. Yeah. Uh, the first tour bus I ever went on in my life was, a uh, was newfound glory. Oh, that's awesome. first bus I was ever on. And, uh, they were, they were very nice to me. So solid classic band. Oh yeah. Let's get to number three. Number three. Number three, coming in with a crazy announcement. Home Safe, releasing their new album, Nervous Reaction. I found out about this album coming out maybe like five, six hours ago, because that's when they announced this album coming out. It's pretty crazy. They are self-releasing all their material from now on, which, awesome move. Congrats to Home Safe on doing that. Yeah. Um, they released a new single kind of preemptively. They've got one single on Spotify called Coming Clean. I don't know if it's a standalone single. It's from 2020, I think, so I'm not sure if it's going on this record. Um, I don't have a track list. There's no pre-orders yet, so I don't really know much about this record. The single that they did drop, though, and they dropped a music video for on uh, Brooklyn Vegan, is going live with the album Everywhere Friday. Um, weird turn for this band, and I'm kind of here for it. I think that they're going more grunge 
Mm. And it honestly really kind of reminded me of the new Turnstile record. Right. And I am really here for it. Uh, Homesay, if, if people are familiar, they're kind of like a pop punk band. They're thrown in with the same names as bands like uh, Seaway, like Pacific, who else? Maybe like early Trash Boat, stuff like that. But they've always kind of been like one of those pop punk bands that doesn't really fit in the pop punk genre. Right. And I like this move to kind of like the grungy style, and I hope the rest of the album is like it. The single that I heard today from uh, this new album, absolute banger. Yeah. Really excited for this. Yeah, they're, they're part of the Chicago pop punk scene, which which is massive. I mean, so many great bands, and I feel like they all push each other, you know? And mm-hmm. um, over the years, all the bands that have come out of there, whether it's Real Friends or Knuckle Puck, or um, I believe Home Safe has a ex-member of Knuckle Puck or something like that as well. I think so I think I, well. I remember. So, you know, all these bands are just from, obviously, a, a great music town, a big city with a big mm-hmm. scene, and I, you just they just keep getting better yeah, and I the mean, scene keeps getting better. And I think Chicago like is one of the premier pop punk markets. If not the premier, right? I mean, look at some of the upcoming bands that we have talked to coming from Chicago bands like guardrail. Yeah. Um, who else? I forget all their names. There's so many good ones. Right. Um, but we, we talked about them on, uh, or with many of them on our segments for locals only things like that. Um, there's just, Tons of great new music coming out of Chicago right now. Absolutely love yes, it. Yes, we, we just talked about Chicago pop punk, and we didn't even bring up Fall Out Boy. We didn't even have yeah. to. That's yeah. how good the Chicago pop punk scene is now. So there you go. Uh, I love it. I love the pick, and um, congratulations to Home Save for, for doing this, and jump on that. Nobody knows about it. You're going to be the first people to hear this new music. It's exciting. Yeah. I mean, announced very recently, it's kind of crazy i i love a release like this because it's really surprising to me too i really like their last album one and uh i think that this is gonna be super fun i like home safe yes all right um two more number number two two. number two we got a big one to talk about probably one of i would say probably the second most iconic band in all of heavy metal you could argue the, the most, but but I'll give you. you could argue I'll give most. you top two. They've only played six continents, so <laughs> how many continents are there? Even I mean seven. Okay, is that official? Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Metallica played Antarctica. This band hasn't played Antarctica. Okay, so okay, so we'll we'll give them the number two slot, and they are the number two album of the of the week, not number one. There we go. It's Iron Maiden. Yup. With their new album. Wait for it. It's called Senjutsu. It's called what? Senjutsu. Senjutsu. Okay. Senjutsu. They've, they've got Samurai Eddie on the cover. It, it looks pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I dig that. I love Iron Maiden. Probably one of the first heavy metal bands that I really started getting into. I think that their album Power Slave is one of, if not the best uh, heavy metal album ever recorded it's absolutely a masterpiece um i don't think that iron maiden's ever missed based on the singles and the reviews i'm seeing this album is going to be another masterpiece and i know that a bunch of people have said like oh the last couple albums in the 2000s haven't really hit for me uh this is going to be a return to form of old school maiden i think that this record's going to be great yes uh power slave is a classic the number of the beast is a classic yeah Killers is a classic. I mean, we've got so many great albums and, you know, you might think that Iron Maiden is a band that's like, I don't know, gotten embarrassing as they've gotten older, but not really. Um, Their material has like been fairly solid. And I'll tell you, man, I am so impressed with uh, these new singles, especially, Mm -hmm. uh, what is it called? Stratego? This yeah, is like, one. yeah, man, th- this is a banger. This is like, sounds like yeah. straight up. It could be on the number of the beast. Like this has mm-hmm. those elements, um, which you don't always get, you know, with a band that's been a band for, I don't know, 40 something years, uh, yeah. at least. Uh, Iron um, Maiden, are they almost pushing 50 years as a band? They, they might be, they might be because they definitely started in the seventies, uh, but I don't know when in the seventies, like I, 1975. Okay. So yeah, 46 years. 
Wait, no. Oh, uh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, 46 years. 46 years. And, and yeah, and, and for a band to be putting out material like this is pretty cool. And um, yeah. Bruce Dickinson sounds pretty great. And, Legend. Uh, yeah, man. It's, I think sometimes when you, like, I, I remember uh, a while back, I laughed at Mike when he put the Metallica S&M album in our top yeah. five and it was a bit of a slow week. So I'll, I won't still pretty cool. It wasn't that bad record actually, but, but you know, sometimes with this stuff, you're like, you roll your eyes and you go, come on, really? But in this case, I think this is deserving of the number two slot and mm-hmm. a classic band still putting out pretty good music. Yeah. I, sometimes you just can't deny talent. And I think that Iron Maiden has just consistently been throwing out absolutely amazing records like even the stuff that people don't enjoy very much like um gosh what is the record the final frontier Mm. and Mm. uh what else is it like uh book of souls their last release like and then even a matter of life and death and like uh stuff like that like um i was checking over there like a lot of people say like brave new world was their last like okay record i think all that stuff in the 2000s is still like top 70 percent heavy metal like it's pretty good right no i mean yeah and, and i think somebody came on here and argued with me yesterday about the book of souls being a great record um mm-hmm. and not to say that i don't necessarily think it is i mean to be honest i didn't really listen to it and that and that's the problem that happens sometimes with these bands too is like people kind of start writing them off yeah. Um, and sometimes not deservedly so and i think that this iron maiden record is going to be one that is going to get good reviews that are deserve deserving of good reviews and uh, everyone should check it out. Yeah. Also shout out to Amazon for accidentally pricing their triple LP for this at $18. So I got a steal. Nice. Nice. Look at that. You pulled one over on the man. Oh yeah. Hopefully they don't, they don't fuck over Iron Maiden on that. No, hopefully they don't. (laughs) But I, you know what? They got Iron Maiden has their own fucking plane. I don't think they care about your 1899 anyway. That's true. Does Metallica have a plane? Oh, Mm. I don't think they do. No. And certainly Mm. James Hetfield doesn't fly it. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, no. Iron Maiden, one of the coolest bands of all time. Just, they just are. You've seen them live like recently, right? Like maybe within the last 10 years uh, oh, or yeah, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like their stage performance is still just incredible. Like, A, all the theatrical elements that they bring to their show, just incredible. And B, they sound perfect live. Like, you couldn't tell that they put out like Number of the Beast 35 years ago. Yeah. I know. It just sounds like same yeah i know it's great i know no my brother-in-law is a huge iron maiden fan and, mm-hmm. and and you know he lives in las vegas so lots of stuff comes through he doesn't yeah. care about any of it like he he got tickets to see billy joel playing a private show to like 150 people eh, whatever i don't care give the tickets away to a friend but iron maiden's wow. coming He's the first one to lie. It's the only band that he wants to see. And, and Iron Maiden yeah. has, has that kind of pull uh, still to this day. So I remember I saw him. I think it was the first time I saw Maiden. It was the Flight 666 tour when they were like releasing the live album and it had the plane on the cover. And they come out and they've actually got the plane like on the stage. <laughs> and it's like this huge ass prop. And you like you look at, up at it and you're like, you know, that kind of looks like an actual sized plane. This is insane. <laughs> awesome. Incredible band though. Yep. Nope. That's awesome. No, we, we did a um, sound wave with them in Australia, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's sound wave. It's like a five, five day festival where you play yeah. all the different cities. So everybody flies to all the shows and, <laughs> um, Iron Maiden flew their own plane, and uh, I would see it at the airport. So we'd be leaving in the morning. I look at the window of the, air, of the airport and just see the plane, like just with Eddie on the side. And like, I'm yep. like, that is so fucking sick. And Bruce Dickinson flies it every time. He's, yeah. It's just amazing. What, what a band. What so, a dude. What a band. Uh, all right. Let's get to the number one album this week. Uh, a better album than Iron Maiden could ever release is what we're going to say. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> but first, I would not go that far. But first, we're going to talk about our sponsor, Rockabilia. We'll be back right after this. 
And we're back. We're back. Why do I always resort to the soft stuff when we come back? I don't know. One of these times you're just going to scare the shit out of me and you're going to be like, we are back. <laughs> okay. Not today though. I'm still, not I'm today. still in quiet mode. Um, I'm ready but yes, Rockabilia, head over there. Okay. Everybody, uh, use pr- promo code Shane S H A N E at rockabilia.com and save 10% off your entire order on their already rock bottom prices on top quality band merchandise. I bet they have a oh, yeah. shitload of Iron Maiden stuff. They probably have like a room full of Iron Maiden stuff. Yeah, there's no question. Iron Maiden always has weird, cool merch too. Like, I know that they've got Eddie masks and Eddie figures and Eddie costumes and like all this crazy crap. Oh yeah, probably some real cool. Iron no, Maiden. they're they're the kind of band like you see them you see them play in Detroit and they'll have like a Detroit Red Wings Iron Maiden hockey jersey collab yeah. that's like two hundred and fifty dollars. Like they that that's the kind of shit you expect. They sell a, out of them. Oh, for sure they do. That's no. I think um our booking agent Dave uh Dave Shapiro who. Um, is mm-hmm. obviously like the best dude and, and um, also flies himself uh, everywhere. He's, he owns a couple planes. He, Iron Maiden is his favorite band and he always goes to the first day of the Iron Maiden tour, wherever it is, mm-hmm. and he buys one of everything. One of everything? Yep. And he just has this Iron Maiden shrine. Like he's the biggest Iron dude. Maiden fan in the world too. There, there, There's a lot of these people. Iron Maiden fans are like part of a cult. Yeah. It's crazy. Absolutely, they are. Also, I love how we said we're going to come back to the number one. Come back, more Iron Maiden. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Sorry. What are you going to stop talking about Maiden? We uh, can't do it. Uh, we got it, though. We got to get to this number one. Are you ready for it? <laughs> I am ready, Mike. Give me the number one most anticipated album of this week. All right. So it's been a little while, everybody. But that doesn't mean that the year of Deathcore has ended. Oh, there it is. We got another number one Deathcore band coming in, coming for you. And this is honestly probably going to be one of the heaviest, most disgusting Deathcore releases this year. I think it's going to be absolutely ass-beating. Well, let's discuss Uh, it. I mean, discuss it. We've got the new album Graveside Confessions by Carnifex. Yes. Yes. Probably one of my favorite deathcore bands ever. Yeah, kind of originators too. Uh, yeah. You know, they've been at it for 15, 16, 17 years, I think. Put out yep. a lot of material on the, on Victory Records early on. I feel like they didn't get a lot of credit for it mm-hmm. because they were in that that later Victory bubble. Thing. And um, yeah. they, they got out of there. I believe they're on Nuclear Blast mm-hmm. now. And they have... Really, Such really label. solid, solid records. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what more there is to say about Carnifex. If you're a fan of Deathcore and you don't listen to Carnifex, I A, say what's wrong with you. It's probably one of the best bands out there. And B, immediately you have to go check them out. I think that Carnifex, right up there with like Despised Icon, uh, they do it best. They are absolutely decimating with the breakdowns that they write. They just have some of the craziest blast beat fast segments uh, Mm -hmm. like traditional death metal which is just super super cool their songwriting and album composition is incredible Um, they've gone all the way from almost kind of industrial deathcore and death metal on their first record to kind of more of a refined sound now which I enjoy the whole spread of the catalog except their second album I really don't like their second album but is what it is it's still pretty good um, Scott Ian Lewis, yeah, uh, been on lead singer syndrome, yeah, absolutely incredible vocalist. He's a monster. He is a like, monster. He doesn't get enough credit, I think. Uh, you know, and I his think his live I presence think, is terrifying. Yeah, too. and I think um, you know, after we we do these um, podcasts, after we'll stay on and answer questions mm-hmm. from people, and that's why you should be watching this on Twitch right now, not listening to this on the podcast side. But regardless, um, Mike was asked who. You know, who is your, let's say your top three deathcore vocalists of all time. And you put, you put Scott, uh, yeah, right up three. there. Top three. Right up there with, uh, Ben Doyer from Shadow of Intent. And who else did I toss up there? Uh, I don't remember. I don't know either, but. Hmm. Maybe Dan Watson. Maybe. Dan Watson goes up there. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It fluctuates really. But 
like Scotty and Lewis, he's one of the first names that comes to mind as favorite deathcore vocalist. He's an absolute monster. He is terrifying live. Like this man goes full out corpse paint makeup. He generally just looks intimidating as a person. One of the nicest dudes ever. Um, also a Twitch streamer. Um, yeah. Bunch of cool stuff like that. Yeah. Um, absolutely love him. Absolutely love this band. These guys know how to write everything very very well. Uh, even like down to the bass lines, something super underappreciated by a lot of deathcore bands. They are just super fluid all the way through with every part of the instrumentation, and it just works. I think it's some of the most solidly put together deathcore out there in the genre that's kind of memed on for getting thrown together often. But I think this record's going to be absolutely insane, and I I'm actually kind of. I don't like some of the things on this record, too, because, like, at the end, they've also, like, already got the deluxe songs on there, and it's like, oh, they've got a corn cover, which, like, is pretty good cover, don't get me wrong, but then they've also got my absolute favorite song off their first record, and they've completely re-recorded and remastered it okay. for 2021, okay. uh, Slit Wrist Savior, and it sounds like an absolute masterpiece now, which is super Great. cool. Great. But, um... Yeah, I think this entire record is just going to be incredible. That's super cool. No, I think that that's, that's really good that they're doing that. And I think that, I, I don't know why more bands don't do that. I, um, I really do appreciate when bands go back and say, hey, like mm -hmm. this was, especially stuff from a band's first album, right? Like yeah. we had, there was magic. Right? Like mm -hmm. we, we got in a room and we created something incredible that's led us here. You know? And but so much of that stuff, it was like bands don't really know what they're doing. They don't really know how to record. They don't have any money. Mm -hmm. It wasn't captured even the way that it was supposed to be. So I love when bands go back and, and re-record oh, yeah. old stuff because, and if people that I mean, are against it, fuck you. Like it's still, they didn't delete the old shit. Didn't you, yeah. if you don't like it, then listen to the old one. It's not going anywhere. So, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly love both versions. I think I like the original more because there's just something raw that I like. I fell in love with that like 2007 Carnifex, like absolutely buck wild, insane. Like one of my first forays into deathcore um, when I found that record, uh, Dead in My Arms, the name of the record. Absolutely incredible. But I also really, really like the new recording. Like you can do stuff yeah. like that and it's awesome and I highly encourage it. Um, a lot of bands have been remastering old albums and re just re-recording them and I think it's such a cool project. Totally. Well, that's um, that's our number one. Carnifex yeah. with, I forget the name of the album. Uh, the new album is Graveside Confessions. Grave, you want to just do a whole recap? Graveside Confessions. Yeah, let's do it. So number five, we've got the Night Flight Orchestra. Their new album, uh, Aromantic, too. Yes. And number four? We've got Newfound Glory with Forever and Ever, X, Infinity, and Beyond. Number three? You know, maybe that maybe that's a times infinity. I think it's times infinity. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But uh, I get out of work and I turn math brain off forever and ever times infinity. Which I mean, if if you and turn beyond. if you turn math brain on, you'll be like, that doesn't even make sense. You can't times anything by infinity. I mean, you can. It just becomes infinity. <laughs> that's how it works. Number three, infinity, we've got nervous reaction infinity, by Home Safe. Infinity plus one, though. Can I do that? Is that allowed? Sometimes. <laughs> Sorry, Mas gets weird. I interrupted. Home, home safe, oh. Chicago's finest. Nervous reaction. New album announced today. Well, announced Wednesday. If you're listening on the podcast side, Wednesday on Twitch side. And number Go two, check it out. Senjutsu by Iron Maiden. And number one, we already said it, but we'll say it again. Carnifex. Graveside Confessions. Oh, we both talked. <laughs> we're both talking. Graveside Confessions wreck. by Carnifex. A train wreck episode, <laughs> but we're done. <laughs> Uh, uh, we're not done. We oh got the honorable no, mentions. Oh, baby. We got 21 today. Oh, okay. I'm ready. 21. Give it to me, baby. All right. First one coming up, coming in hot. We got a rookie card Woo. for everybody. Uh, we like to hand these out. Uh, cool new bands that you're going to say, man, I listened to their first release. Uh, we've got the debut EP from this cool band called Mourn. Uh, they're metalcore. They're rip. Go check them out. Um, I don't really know how to describe them except for the fact that they're like metalcore. Like, let me look up, I guess, other artists. Um, yeah, people say that they're really similar, like Casey and Static Dress and Limbs. 
And I guess people say they're similar to Spirit Breaker too. So if you like that record, I don't know. They're just solid, like kind of progressive metalcore with like hints of like old school metalcore too. I don't know. It's cool. Go listen to it. Okay. Uh, everything else is singles. Well, kind of singles. We'll talk about this one because this isn't really a single. This is a single, but it's an hour and 40 minutes long, give or take. What? <laughs> this is a song by a band called Nihilist. Okay. And they are breaking the vocal features record. Already? <laughs> they have 666 vocalists on featuring on this record. So 667 vocalists actually on the record. 666. Oh my God. Like, can I facepalm? Can you, can you guys on, yeah. on the podcast side feel me facepalming? Um, what was the band that just broke this record with like 400 or something? Oh, it was like Beyond Divination or something That's like right. that. Yeah, yeah. Which this guy, Nihilist, it's actually a solo project of the old vocalist of that band. So I don't know if there's some <laughs> beef or like what is going on here. But like, I think it's so funny. Oh, uh, I hope the next record the, they come back, they come back and they do 667. Like, I, it's, yeah, just start getting real petty it's with the, it. It's the war that no one cares about. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, chat, chat has confirmed it's beyond divination. Thank you, Twitch yeah. chat. Oh my goodness. Okay, an hour. All yeah. right, well, sure. Gimmicks I are fun. It. All right, what else? Oh, uh, Next up, um, I want to talk about this because it's already come out. And I know that a bunch of people on the podcast side and on the Twitch side really want us to talk about this. Do you get a chance to go listen to the new single, Lord Farquaadzilla by our homeboy Bill Murray. No, I saw that it was coming out. Dude, uh, I dude. oh, I love Bill Murray, one of the best, and it is incredible. I, I'm not surprised. He hasn't he hasn't done anything that wasn't incredible, basically. So, so I was insanely pleasantly surprised. I forget the guy who features on this song. I think he's like a YouTuber, uh, Jonathan Young. He's okay. a featuring artist. I don't know if he's a guitarist or. I know he's definitely a vocalist. Uh, you know, on the last release, when after the chorus, they'd kind of go into this like slow, like down tempo, like not really a breakdown, but there's like some synths on top of it and like some heavy bass. Mm -hmm. Instead of that on this track, they go into wildly fast guitar solos and power metal vocals. <laughs> okay. It is beautiful and something I didn't know I need and just incredible. I love it. It's, it's Bill Murray. It's tops, right? It's tops. That's right. Lord Farquaadzilla. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's out now. Uh, I'll listen to this right after this, right after this podcast. Oh, show. Love it. Uh, next up, uh, let's get a little weird. We've already gotten weird yes, on the show. Let's get a little weird. weirder. Uh, we're getting the, I think this is the third single from the new Duran Duran album. Oh, these new singles by Duran Duran have been absolute bangers, like straight up heat. Cool. I don't know what it is, but I'm really vibing with them. Uh, so make sure you go check that out. Everybody knows Hungry Like the Wolf, not a one hit wonder band. Oh, of course not. Uh, I think they're solid. Come On Done was a huge song. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ordinary World was a huge, I mean, they like, come True. on, these are legends. Um, but you know, it's honestly like, and I, I hate, Pardon my ignorance, but I mm -hmm. didn't even know they were still a band like making new music. Um, I didn't either until I saw the first single like come across my release radar because like Duran Duran is a band like my dad really likes and we kind of like I grew up with it because he really likes them. So I like still listen to him once in a while and like it, the new single popped up and I'm like, they're a band. Yeah. Still? No, I'm, I mean, I'm just looking through their albums on Spotify and it looks like they've pretty much put out records consistently uh, mm -hmm. every, you know, two to five years the whole time they've been a band since their first album in 1981 so 40 40 years and um you know sometimes it's hard on spotify to know what's a real release or not but yeah. um it looks like there's about 20 records here that they've put out in uh in 40 years so they're averaging like two uh, one every two years yeah i mean Absolutely crazy. Uh, and these guys, they've taken their sound and they've stayed true to it, but they really modernized it as well. Um, I know that we've talked about artists like Gary Newman doing that as well. I think that Duran Duran is doing it in a very similar way. Right, yeah. Uh, where they're staying true, but they're still trying to be innovative and uh, keep to their sound. I think it's 
top tier stuff. Yes, this album coming out is going to be their 16th album, Future Past. Wild. So uh, yeah, I'm 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 here for that. Wild. Uh, next up, what else? Let's talk about this because we talked about this a little bit uh, at the beginning of the show. You had Phil Bozeman from yeah. Whitechapel on yesterday on the stream. Yeah, there's a new Whitechapel single. There is. It is an absolute banger. I love Whitechapel. I think that they're only getting better. Yeah, and like, you know, they started dabbling with some clean vocals over their last mm-hmm. um, couple releases. And I think it's great. Phil's an amazing clean He's vocalist. amazing. I, yeah. I like don't know why they weren't doing it the whole time, but I think this new song, um, ah, and the name escapes me again. Uh, uh, Ken? Well, no, the Ken album's is, called Ken. Ken Lost Boy Lost, is the single. Lost Boy, that's right. That that I mean, I think he sounds better clean vocally uh, on that song than anything they've done. And uh, yeah, man, I think we're going to have a banging record from, from Whitechapel. That's something I've kind of noticed too sometimes is like a lot of people who are the best screamers on clean vocals also very well clean vocally, even though they don't do it very often. Like sometimes, especially in deathcore things like that, yeah. but they always pretty typically can at least hold a tune pretty well. Yeah. No, there, there are some, some people that like you, you'd be surprised. I remember, uh, the one that first comes to mind is, um, uh, Brendan from counterparts. Yeah. You know, I know him as a hardcore, hardcore singer. Right. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> they did a cover set at this little bar in Toronto called sneaky D's where they did all, all used covers. Yeah. The used covers. And they did a whole set of the used and he sang and he sounded like amazing. I was like, mm-hmm. what dude, like you can sing like he yeah. sounded as good as Bert. And I was like, this is wild. And, um, yeah, he just, I figured maybe one day they'd incorporate singing. No, he started another band. that's even heavier than counterparts, but, yeah, uh, and it's incredible. Uh, yeah, it is incredible. Uh, but T grammar brings up uh, Spencer from Ice Nine kills too. Great example of that. I mean, that guy does everything. Guy's like a, like I, I can do it all. All right. Let's get into morning music though. Um, got a lot to go through. Um, let's just talk about it. Week of the meme. Mm. Metalcore meme. We've got a new single from We Butter the Bread with Butter off their <laughs> upcoming album. Uh, I really like them. I think their last two singles, uh, Nice and 20 Kilometers an Hour, are incredible. Uh, these guys are great. They're making some really well put together heavy music uh, that's still got some quite honestly jokey content to it. Like 20 kilometers an hour is about riding those little scooters around European cities. Like, <laughs> yep. It's pretty great. Um, and on top of that, the metalcore sensation sweeping the nation, sweeping the world, sweeping the globe, um, coming out with a new single called. We've got the moves. E call boy. Oh, E call boy. Back at it. They have, they have what appears to be turtlenecks and bull cuts. Okay. <laughs> so we'll see how all of this goes. So they're they're turning the corner on the hype a hype era, era maybe. Yeah. Uh, it, it, they really the rode, the they 80s. rode that train. I mean, and I I can't blame them for it. But oh, the, yeah. the, all the different versions of Hypa Hypa Day with all the other bands. They were all good, too, which was weird. <laughs> they were all great. <laughs> so here we go. I, uh, I'm, I'm ready for this. Yep, I'm really excited. I hope that uh, we get a new album soon. Um, these guys are great. Here's your name. Um, Excuse me. Yeah, agreed there. Uh, next up, um, let's just go into another band that a lot of people want to change their name. Uh, before their EP drops next week, we're getting a new single from Hot Milk. <laughs> <laughs> I love Hot Milk. This band's incredible. If you haven't checked them out yet, uh, why are you even listening to this show if you're not listening to my recommendations? Go check out this band. They're incredible. Yes. No, we're not telling you to drink Hot Milk. Listen to the band. Don't get no. those things confused. Yeah. Don't, don't. I mean, drink Hot Milk if you want to, but you won't be a friend of mine. <laughs> next up, um, let's just talk about some smaller bands because I really like these smaller bands that are putting out some singles this week. Uh, they're metalcore. Uh, we're getting a new single from Sarah Safe, S E R A space S A F E. These guys are super cool. Uh, they write really riffy stuff, um, really deep hitting lyrics. I want to say that they're uh, kind of similar to an All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us era Architects. So if you're kind of missing that sound with Architects Chains of Sound, uh, go check out Sarah Safe. They're really good. Uh, the new single dropped on Dreambound today and will be streaming everyone Friday. 
uh, is super cool. Love it. Uh, and then there's an awesome uh, post-hardcore kind of metalcore band uh, called Siamese, dropping a single on Friday. Uh, their last single, actually, I think it may, might have been two singles ago, featured uh, Rory from Dayseeker. I would say that they're very similar bands, mm-hmm. where uh, um, Siamese is a little bit heavier at times than Dayseeker. Uh, they're both incredibly solid, very emotional writers, and just super solid tunes. Right on. Next up, let's get into uh, Badflower. We're getting another new Badflower song. Yeah, a band that you're really coming around on. Yeah, I am. And I forget when this album drops. It drops on the 24th this okay. month. So coming up, look out for that. But I'm excited for the single. Yeah. Yeah, solid band. Solid <laughs> band. I feel like I've, I've mentioned this like three times, but they are they are like one of the better mainstream rock bands out there now. So mm-hmm. definitely don't sleep on Bad Flower if you uh, have been. Yeah. Um, we've talked about this band. Uh, they put out an album this year and we're already getting a new single. Any guesses? It's death. It's deathcore. No, no guesses. Darko. Ah, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, another new single turning around. I know before they even dropped their last record, they said that they were done recording the second record. So, uh, quick turnaround. I'm excited for this. Darko is a super solid band. Yeah. What's the drummer's name? I forget. Um, Dude from Amir. Uh, yeah, well, not from Amir right. anymore. Uh, I, yeah, I forget his name, but I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Left Amir, though, that's all it's going to bring up. Yeah. Uh, uh, focus on Darko full time. Yeah, well, they're seemingly turning into a pretty big band. A lot of people are talking about them. And the other Darko that I like to bring up from the UK, mm-hmm. the punk band, uh, sadly- They're getting new vocalists soon. What's that? They lost their vocalist. They've got exactly. some new though, right? They did lose their vocalist, which is unfortunate. Uh, Dan- uh, Great singer, very, very um, interesting voice too. But they have a new singer. There will be some new Darko music finally from Darko UK. So whether you're into punk or whether you're into deathcore, there's a Darko for you. Uh, Next up, absolutely uh, crazy band, Portrayal of Guilt, put out a new single. Um, These guys are off the wall, death metal, noise, metalcore, a little bit of everything for you in there. Um, they announced their new album. Uh, it's called Christ Fucker. Yeah. <laughs> okay, there you go. So, super solid. Um, make sure you check those guys out. Uh, they're really okay. fun. Sounds, and, sounds, sounds like um, some fun music. Kind of in the same vein. A band that's very similar to them. Uh, Full of Hells were put out the second single off of their uh, record. They're kind of like a death grind band. I love Full of Hell. They're great. All right. One of the most intense bands I've ever seen All in right. life. Uh, and then kind of end some of the super heavy stuff that we have this week uh we're getting the second single from the new archspire record absolutely incredible canadian dudes yeah super solid love them uh let's see um do you like avatar the movie uh it was okay yeah i think so too uh (laughs) the tv show is much better um no i'm talking avatar the rock band the rock and roll circus if you yes they they're they're intense they're an intense band. Yeah. Um, I, I, I dig them. I like their uh, promo photos a lot. They're mm-hmm. always a good time. Yep. They're a great live band too. Um, I think they're great. They're putting out a new single this week. Uh, so make sure you check that out. If you're a fan of the Alice Cooper, Rob Zombie, shock rock metal type stuff, a uh, really cool up and coming band that I think is really similar yeah. to those guys. Uh, next up. Going back to some metalcore from Australia specifically, we're getting a new single from Void of Vision. These guys are super, super great and exploding right now. Um, I can't wait for them to come tour in the States. I'm going to try and go see them as soon as I can, but they are incredibly solid. Hopefully people can come do that from other countries. Yeah, and that is not going to be a problem for for bands. Seems like uh, we're getting to the right track. So Yeah, we're moving there. Uh, next up, uh, I know I think I talked either last week or the week before, I found a new band called Death Blooms. Uh, they're uh, kind of cool, almost like new metalcore. Uh, they put out a new song this week featuring uh, Milky Way from Wargasm. Mm-hmm. Uh, her vocals are on there. Absolutely incredible. Uh, banging track. Make sure you go check yeah. it out. Uh, next up, we had a new Hawthorne Heights single this week. Oh, I, I missed that one. Yeah. Dropped on Monday, I think. Okay. So, so uh, yes, make sure you go check that out. Just a couple days old. Um, yeah, Hawthorne yeah. Heights. I mean, obviously, 
band near and dear to my heart. Thunder in <laughs> Our Hearts. That's the name of the song. Uh, oh, wow. Nice yeah. And uh, yeah, quite honestly, like I think that this band is getting better and better as well uh, with age. And yeah, I, I encourage them to play their new stuff, you know, more and more uh, live because mm-hmm. I, I think their their new music is their best. Yeah. Where do we want to go next? We got two super heavy hitters. Uh, these could be my favorite singles of the week. Uh, let's go here. Um, I thought that we were done getting singles from this band before the record. But apparently we're getting a single this week and we're getting a single next week from the good old boys, Don Broco. Yes. Absolutely love Don Broco. The single this week is called Uber. I'm very excited to hear what happens with it. Okay. Me too. What a band. Uh, last up, we're getting a new single called Ghost from Eminence. Ah. I love Eminence. Such solid. I, I hope they announce the album with this one too. I've been patiently waiting. Give me the pre-orders. I dig. I dig. Should be good though. Um, violin metalcore. I dig it. That's all I got this week. Okay, yeah. So um, we had some big records and uh, lots of different eclectic stuff to check out on the single side of things. And yep. um, this month is going to get buck wild. And October is maybe even more so. It's going to get stupid. Stupid, stupid amounts. So make sure that you're subscribed uh, right here on Twitch uh, or wherever you listen to this podcast. Please uh, hit that button and come join us. Join us. Join us. Uh, and join we'll us be all. back next week. Say bye, Mike. Bye.